Welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Here we get real about what it takes to build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, and event planner. We'll go places others won't, diving into the nitty gritty how-tos of events, strategy, sponsorship, and marketing. Plus, we have exciting interviews with those who've mastered their own craft and a segment called Interviews with Sponsors, where we get the lowdown of what sponsors really look for when sponsoring an event. This is where we win the event space together. I'm your host, Alicia May, founder of Eventistry by Alicia, mom of two, lover of Saturdays, and I'm obsessed with creating phenomenal, profitable events. With a decade of experience, I'm here to talk you through those event roadblocks and even help you get out of your own way. Don't get stuck while planning, strategizing, and budgeting an event or retreat. On the Six Figure Event Podcast, I'm your wing woman. We're going to grow your business, your following, and scale your dreams one event at a time. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about how to plan your event in advance for success because more times than often, I get somebody that says, Alicia, I've got three weeks to my event and I haven't planned anything. I booked the venue and that's it. So I really want to talk about good planning and how much time you need to plan your event out and what are the steps in order to break it down into a successful event and establishing a timeline. At the end of this podcast episode, There's going to be a link below. You can download it for free, my event planning checklist and my event planning timeline, because I think this free template is going to change the way you plan your next event. Good planning is really fundamental to all successful events. Good planning organization will help you to ensure that everything runs smoothly. So the simple action of thinking clearly in advance Again, sounding elementary, but running it through your mind, visualizing the potential disasters that may occur, because sometimes they happen before they occur, will actually allow you to develop potential solutions. So vital when you think of, okay, what if the catering doesn't show up? What if the food shows up cold? What if this? What if that? So suppose you're planning for your next annual summit or your first summit. And you have your heart set on planning it at a venue next door to you or down the street. And you didn't check the date in advance. And you realize that it's the same weekend as the cowbell convention. And during your yoga summit retreat, there's cowbells ringing. I mean, I'm having flashbacks to Will Ferrell. And again, that kind of planning, knowing in advance, talking to the venue, discussing and seeing what other events are happening at the same time is really crucial to having a successful event. Imagine cowbells in the next room when you're trying to do yoga and meditative breathing. I don't think so. It is the hallmark of this profession, planning, and will help you really establish your reputation as the most badass, effective event planning professional in your area around the world in galaxy space. So good planning really breaks down into two steps. First, you'll need to establish an appropriate time frame for your client. Typically, the event planning window starts when your client signs on the dotted line, and then you wrap up your successful event with a concluding report, maybe a follow-up call. 
So once you have the appropriate time frame in mind, the second thing you must do is identify every single detail involved with the event and plan meticulously for it so that you know what step you're going to be taking next and how you're going to achieve that success. What is the appropriate time frame? You're probably asking me like, how long do I need to plan an event out? And here's a rough idea. If you've never planned an event before, you're doing this on your own, you're not sure steps and you have to Google every step of the way, a typical event takes 250 hours to 350 hours to plan. Again, depending on the size. I'm roughly estimating about a 100 person to 200 person event. If it's smaller than that, 50 person event still takes quite a bit of time, especially if you're navigating it on your own. An event professional, a wedding professional, a strategist, whomever, it typically takes half of that time. So we're really cutting that time in half. And 250 hours over, let's say, a 6 to 8 to 12 month period, you can do the math. How many hours per month you need to actually set aside for this event. My suggestion in order to plan an event is approximately 6 to 9 months. Nine months for a larger scale event, six months for, let's say, a 50-person event. Let's walk through the process of the actual details and what every step of the way should look like. Again, make sure that you download my freebie because it will outline everything that I've said in this podcast, plus a little checklist for you to say, yes, I've done that. You're going to feel accomplished when you check those things off your list, trust me. But I really want you to determine a realistic date for your event before we get into that checklist. Because the first thing you need to do is realize that some dates can't be made to work. For instance, I'm planning an event right now in New Orleans. And in New Orleans, every week, there's a French Quarter Festival. There's the Jazz Festival. There's Mardi Gras. There's college football team coming in. I mean, this in New Orleans literally has something happening every single month. So remember that a specific date can be made to work, but it's maybe so expensive because it's high peak season. Moving the date to a more practical choice might be in your best interest. So is the date flexible? Really, in your cases, your client probably will be resistant to change, or maybe you'll have a really low-key awesome client that will say yes, whatever you think. Remember, have your facts, have your figures close at hand before you make the suggestion so that you have alternatives. I always like to come prepared with an ABC scenario. A, we have your event on this specific date. This is what's going to happen. B, we can have your date at this time. You'll save $10,000. Or C, we can start from scratch and look at a different city. Your client is probably going to be making those hard decisions on what choice she or he wants to make. So then you can go to work. You can, right, speedily implement your client's wishes and move forward, move on. So here's a sample six-month planning time frame for event planning and how you can actually move from step to step quickly and efficiently. So six months before Hopefully you've started with setting the event goals, objectives, your foundation. I have got a great bundle in the Event Industry Insiders all about how to set your event foundation and how to actually be prepared. Really organize your target market with your client. You're going to determine who's coming and what that looks like in terms of social media. You're going to look at how you're going to market that effectively. You're going to choose the date, your location. You're going to outline your agenda You're going to book your venue and decide how much you want to spend. So set your budget. And then you're going to decide on your theme. Is it going to be a very high tech kind of event? Is it going to be more branded, more influencer focused? So that's a really general look at six months before. 
two to five months before, you're going to look at choosing your staging. Maybe you have decorations, you have florals. You're going to hire all your vendors, photographers, videographers, all that fun stuff. You're going to choose your AV supplier. You're going to make travel arrangements, preparing a detailed agenda, and start creating that slideshow with your client if you do that. You're going to purchase all your supplies, your insurance, your awards, gifts, and then obviously launching that promotion and that public campaign if you need to with your client. One month before, reconfirm all contracts and reservations. I cannot tell you and I cannot stress enough how important it is for you to have a good rapport with your hotel and venue because they are going to be preparing exactly what is happening the day of and they have to communicate that with their staff. So it's almost like playing telephone. Imagine if you tell something to somebody and then they start telling other people, that message sometimes gets concerned along the way. So having almost a written out banquet event order for them in advance so you are clear and you are concise is so, so important in my opinion. You're going to reconfirm, like I said, all contracts, finalize your menu, your serving style, finalize your setup details, and then prepare your production grid or day of event details. And that takes you into the month of, and again, there's so many different aspects, but again, I generally saying two weeks before, you're going to prepare your attendee list. You're going to check with venue, maybe go on site for last minute site details, and you're going to schedule out your email campaigns for your attendees, things to think of, things to bring. One week before, you're going to give your final headcount for your vendors and your caterers and or venue, preparing your name badges, registration packets, on-site materials. You're going to prepare final payments. Sometimes it's one week before, sometimes it's 30 days after. Maybe you've already paid in advance. Prepare your VIP gifts for your guests, your speakers. And then the day of event is all about setting up transportation. You're going to supervise the setup. You'll be leading a briefing session with your staff and volunteers. You're going to greet people, ushering speakers to and from where they need to be on stage, supervising the meal setup, and really just being the front of the event. So your point person. Keep in mind, again, it's only an example, so there are a hundred other things that you need to do, but that gives you generally an idea of what to look at, what to think of. So every event will always have its own particular elements. In one event, for instance, I had a micro-influencer out of Los Angeles, and she wanted a demand list. She wanted me to set up things in her green room that made sense for her to be the best person she could be on that event day. So a juice bar, she wanted coffee and tea, snacks. Again, it's up to you. It's up to your client on what you agree upon. I always suggest as well setting reasonable written weekly goals. One of my favorite project management tools is Asana. So I do weekly goals, monthly benchmarks, milestones for all the events that I plan specifically with my clients. This process is called time framing and it really serves two purposes because it helps your client, number one, understand that you're accomplishing the overall task in a very logical and efficient manner. And then secondly, it will also help you to maintain a schedule and interweave all the tasks created to execute several projects for 
several different clients. Most of the time, clients don't truly understand how much work is involved in doing a really efficient, high-quality event planning process or an event in general. So for this reason, it's really important to keep them in the loop from an information standpoint, right? At minimum, they need to know how you're executing and if there's anything else that they need to be doing in order for you and your client's relationship to be a very diligent one and very open one. Overall, I'd love for you to set planning priorities. Very early on, once you have established that checklist and you have that written in front of you, you'll find that many tasks are really dependent on other tasks. So for instance, in order to move on from creating the event sales page, you'll need to pick a place and a venue. You can just launch an event without a venue really, but most of the time people start asking, where is it? So here's some guidelines to help you prioritize and understand that some tasks are really time critical because you have to book photographers, vendors in advance and things will start having a non-availability factor. Your first step will be to list as completely as possible the tasks which needs to be accomplished. So you're not going to catch every task <laughs> the very first time. The process of planning will really result in you adding more tasks as you go, especially for the first event. I always think that there's no two events exactly alike, obviously, and so that there's some needs that happen in one event that are not needed in another event. So what's need to be done first? Once you've listed the major tasks, I suggest chronologically putting them in some sort of order. So month one, month two, month three, and so on. It will really help, again, the clarity piece for you and your client to see what's being done specifically at one month. And it will also indicate that you know what you're doing. If you don't have a client, it's just for yourself. Again, it's more for your own mental capacity because it starts to get really, really fuzzy, especially the last week of the event where things are flying every which way and speakers you've never heard from in two weeks have sent you 500 emails. So what tasks can be broken into maybe subtasks? Sometimes it's not really that clear, but what happens, you want to work to break down the elements. So pretend you've set yourself a simple task of ordering the signage for the event, but you still need to contact the designer to create that. You also need to order it from the website. You need to receive it. Where is that going to happen? So sometimes there are four things that are associated with one simple task. And again, Asana, amazing system in order for you to subtask things out. Like I said before, some clients are really interested in the planning process and they'd love to for you to tag them in every single decision and get their approval. Some of my clients say, handle it. It's up to you. What do you recommend? And I just go and create the best event of their dreams. <laughs> so remember, it's going to be different every single time. And for you, if you are planning an event for your own business, you can streamline this process eventually. So the first couple of times, once you have it narrowed down exactly what you need to do, if you are hosting it at the same place, it almost gets simple. I mean, I say almost because there are different variables and factors that come into place, but it will get easier as time goes on. 
I've had clients where they've asked me endless questions. Every day I would get 500 questions. So taking that from my experience, I've inputted it in again into Asana and created the best possible scenario. So I would start off with a read this information and I would have, if this happens, this is what we do. Sometimes also a weekly call is just going to help clear the air. My final advice is in order to plan the most effective the best, most badass event, you want to plan from the top down and you're going to need to know what's most important and then fill in the smaller details as you go. It will help you waste time chasing down information that really turns out to be unimportant or not useful for your end goal. Your timeline and the way you plan your event throughout these six to nine to 12 months even really are going to establish to what you can handle. And especially if you're doing this on the side or in addition to your business or brick and mortar or full-time job, you're going to know eventually that I didn't plan enough ahead and I didn't plan this in advance enough for me to actually make this work. And that's okay. Take it from somebody who's planned over 760 events that you need time. The more time, the better. The more that you stick to your goals, do really prioritize yourself, get in your Google calendar, create reminders, do all of that maybe unsexy stuff, if you will. Some people love this, but some people are like, I just want to go out there and share my message and my voice to the world. And that's great too, but you still need to plan the event. You still need to allow enough time for you to market plan, logistics, and check off those boxes as you go. So if you need help and you are still thinking, well, I don't know exactly how much time it takes to plan and book a venue, you're in luck because my free group online six-figure events and retreats, go to facebook.com slash groups slash six-figure events. You'll find amazing resources, great discussions on events, marketing, sponsorship, and people who are really interested in growing their business through events, event planners that need more advice and tools and resources. I'd love to see you there. Send me a message. Let's get talking about your timelines. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take the tools and tips and information from our guest speakers to help build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, or event planner. Join us again next week for a new episode that I hope will continue to help you win in the events.